Hello, everyone. Welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borgo and Tim Johnson. Hi, everybody. This is Tim Johnson, and today we are with Chuck Weaver. How are you doing, Chuck? Nice to see you guys. Thanks for coming while. back. You yeah. I like the new digs you got here. It's oh, pretty fancy. Pretty Tim's cool. done a lot of work. Changing things around all the time. Yeah. Well, you haven't even been here. You were at the mm -hmm. old place down that they're wow. getting ready to tear down here. Mm -hmm. Well, so he's there. actually been in all of them, right? He was. Yeah. Height. You've been to WMBD. Also, yep. So all four. Right. Very right. first WMBD. Cool. Where are we next time? <laughs> we're here. staying here now. <laughs> Good. Or, or we're coming down to see you. Okay. So. That's right. Springfield. Let's plan on it. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be glad to. Beautiful building. We'll find some place neat to have a corner we can do something. Okay. Awesome. Good. So who are you? Oh, gosh. I didn't expect <laughs> that one to come. Chuck Weaver. There you lived go. here 61 years. Uh, <laughs> grew up on the same farm I'm living on now. Um, was a city councilman. Ran KFC stores most of my life. Good stuff. I really enjoyed that. And um, now a state senator. And how long has that been now? Two years. A little over two years. Yeah. I like it. You're not supposed to say that. You're supposed to say, oh, this is terrible. I'm really working hard for everybody. I am working hard, but I enjoy it. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of good stuff. As, as tough as Springfield itself is, as tough as our political environment is, you can make a difference in this job. And it's, a, it's just a pleasure and an honor. Just, What's your favorite thing about being senator? Um, so uh, my morning today started at 6 a.m. with a young person. I mentor every morning at 6 and uh, that's one of the things that when I go to bed at night, I can say that mattered. I mean, mm -hmm. meeting with somebody, this was a young guy today, just uh, thinking about his career and thinking about something he's trying to do to start a new program at his church, which is a really neat thing on mentoring that he wants to do. Sure. And just to help people process is pretty cool. And I'm old, so <laughs> I, I bumped into every mistake you could make. So when somebody says, I'm going to try something, I go, oh, I wouldn't touch that, you know, <laughs> or say jump, go with both feet. Right. So. Is that your 6 a.m. walk that you've been uh -huh. doing for yeah. how many years? It's been chilly, probably four or five years, yeah. And Great if you've stuff. ever I haven't walked, seen you walking for a while. If you've <laughs> ever seen him, I took a walk with yeah. Chuck. I, I was running at the time oh, when I started on. walking with you, yeah. and the walks hurt worse. Don't tell people that. <laughs> so the You're funniest story, away, Tim. funniest story is uh, this gentleman, he was a portly guy, and uh, we start walking. And, uh, you know, people call us, hey, I'd like to talk to you. And so as soon as we get across 150, so this is in my house, we walk across to where uh, OSF has their property there, and they've got a beautiful walking track. And as soon as we got across 150, I said, so what's on your mind? He said, going back to my car. <laughs> said, or how do I get home or something like that? So, so I said, oh, you don't feel good? He goes, this is going to be tough. I said, ah, let's go to Starbucks. So that was the end of that walk. Okay. So, so now you know that you can talk him out of you, that. You <laughs> I think I even bought the Starbucks. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you're really into creating small businesses. I, I know that's not necessarily on a, any of our agendas, but that's okay. it's something that you've done. Uh, you've mentored me in some ways, uh, well, going out and doing the walks and um, what is it? Why do you do that? Uh, 
So the first thing is first thing that popped my mind is just it's intellectual stimulation is something we all want, right? It's just fun to be thinking about how do we solve this problem. I've always enjoyed solving problems. Mm -hmm. so that's the first thing that popped my mind. Um, just from an altruistic standpoint, uh, there's a I was a lucky kid. I had two amazing parents. I watched my dad go from broke to a successful guy. And I thought, you know what? Anybody can do that. They just have to have the opportunity and and maybe the right mindset. And so to be able to share that with what I've seen, saw my father and mother do, what I've been able to do on some of my own businesses to help people think about that is a, is a fun thing. Mm -hmm. So starting up work. a new business, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them work, some of them don't. That's right. Do you know a percentage like startups? Yeah, I've never even thought about it on my own. Um, what I'm doing now, though, is trying to tell people, and by the way, I've never had an original thought in my life, but when I hear something good, I write it down and memorize it and try to think, how do I can use okay. it in the future? Prove or disprove your hypothesis as quickly as possible. So the hypothesis is, I think I can do this business. That's the mm -hmm. scientific term, hypothesis. Um, everybody wants to prove it, and they'll spend five years in their mother's basement trying to prove it, when really, in probably two weeks, you could have said, this is not going to work if you just look at this one thing over here. So figure out, I tell people, think about the different paths they need to study. Think about how deep they have to study each one and then figure out which one can I use to prove or disprove this idea as fast as possible. Because you're ahead to prove it fast and try something different mm -hmm. as opposed to disprove it fast, I mean, and try something different. As a hypothesis, I'm always, as an entrepreneur, I'm always putting out five ideas and uh, I grab the one that grows the fastest mm -hmm. and, and go with that. Double down. And, yeah. and too many people, when they start a business, and I've started businesses that have not gone anywhere, mm -hmm. you spend time spending time on things that aren't, aren't fruitful at all. Yeah. You hit so, around. So that's the whole point of that, yeah. this prove and disprove. So. Is five years still, I, I mean, I used to hear that, like if you make it five years, then you're good to go. So, you know, the, the uh, Central Illinois Angels just mm -hmm. had their first successful exit and we started that in 2005 no must have been 2009 2009 so eight years before we had our first successful exit now some of those failed quickly mm -hmm. some of them are walking dead meaning they're still surviving uh but but may not go anywhere others you could see they're we're going to be successful haven't gotten to an exit yet so you said one successful exit, meaning they don't need you guys or Neil, or what does that, that mean, a company, successful exit? That company sold to someone else, oh. and so the investors got their money out. And that was a, a 4X, which means four times the money, and that uh, investment, I believe, was uh, three and a half or four and a half years, since the, there's only one gentleman out of the angels that got in that one, by the way, so he looks smart right now. <laughs> but so if you put in 25000 it's now worth 100000 and it took three and a half or four and a half years. I don't remember the specific time. It's still a pretty nice return. It's wonderful. But um, as a group, we've invested, uh, I think we're probably $12 million now. Invested and into the community. Into, and that's 45 people, you know, all doing, it's ten dollars to $25,000 pieces each. The, each person selects which ones they want to be in. So last night we had a meeting. Okay. Uh, someone came and presented. At the end, you do a green sheet, anonymous, not anonymous, uh, privately, confidentially to everyone else so that somebody doesn't see. Glenn Barton was in that group. And it shouldn't be something where Glenn said, I'm in on this one. Everybody goes, well, if he's in, I'm in. 
That's not the way to make it. It might have been Glenn's brother-in-law said, I'm helping my brother-in-law. You know, I don't think it's a good idea. So each person makes an independent decision. And then at the end of the night, if they gather and they've got six people that filled out their green sheet, yes. Those six people now go over here separately and they do their investment together. And then the next meeting might be, so that one was just one guy by himself that did that by himself. So, wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. So your man with the uh, this running the mic back there, I'm gonna blow my nose and just shut this off. You <laughs> <laughs> are best. Understand. <laughs> so we had elections yesterday. Yeah, I was talking to my dad on the phone yesterday morning. He goes, "Make sure you vote," and I said, "What am I voting for?" Yeah. <laughs> and so he started naming people, and I'm like, "You're not answering the question yeah. that I just posed." Primary. So tell us about that. So someone who doesn't even know, because I'm sure there's other people out there. People said to vote. Go make sure you go vote. What is it doing? So uh, the primary, what it does it is the Republican Party will put forward a, uh, someone for a candidate for governor. Democrat will. Well, how do you decide which Republican gets to be our sure. uh, candidate for governor? So the primary process is what determines that. And so that was what was yesterday. So there was primary for Republican governor, primary for Democrat governor, and then you go right down the ticket to... Uh, Attorney General, very important race. Erica Harold's a really solid uh, woman that's running on the Republican side, on the Democrat side, a gentleman named Kwame Raoul, who has a relative in Peoria, by the way. Mimi Bulmer uh, is a wonderful gal, and I think Kwame's her cousin, but uh, Kwame's a senator and a nice guy. Erica, um, I'm, as much as I love Kwame, I'm all in on Erica, fantastic woman on the Republican side. I was really surprised, too, by the number of women that I saw on the list. Most, uh, and I, I didn't know you were going to ask that question. I just saw something a few weeks ago that um, there have now been, I think the congressional races this year has more women than ever running. And it uh, took us a long time to get there, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. good. But really cool to, to see really and cool. see what the outcomes are. I would recommend to anyone, watch the uh, Warren Buffett documentary maybe about who was Warren or something. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, really good stuff. He talked about, he had an interrelationship with his mother and his father, is just my impression of it. But uh, he said, think about how well America has done and think about the fact that African Americans were not allowed to succeed at the rate they should have been able to intellectually right? Mm-hmm. Meaning they've got all the intellectual abilities, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, put them in a box and said, you don't get to do the great stuff, right? And then you take women that they were only there to help their husband as opposed to go do their own uh, thing. And he said, we were, you know, we had half the workforce working. I shouldn't say that. That's not what he said. He said, we had half, half the people with mental capabilities to do great things were the ones that were able to do the great things. And, uh, his comment was, you know, I was born in America, so I had a 1 in 40 chance of doing better than everybody else in the rest of the world. I was born male, which means you just double that, so I had a 1 in 80% chance to do better than the rest of the world. And I took that, uh, and I wrote that down, and I added to it. I, I had bombed Virginia's parents, so I had a 1 in 1,000 chance of doing better than everybody else. I'm serious. It, you know, I live three miles that way, and there's all kinds of wonderful kids living two miles this way. Mm-hmm. And if they had my parents their future would look different, mm-hmm. but they're stuck in tough environments. Mm-hmm. And we got to figure out how we're going across racial barriers to solve that. So. Mm-hmm. Didn't know we we're diving into that one today. <laughs> <laughs> diving into all kinds of things. We can, we can have a long conversation. Yeah. We have about 
seven minutes, eight oh minutes left, so we're, yeah. we're running through it pretty quick. Yeah. But um, I always ask the question to you, we're living in Illinois, mm -hmm. is there hope? Is there hope? Uh, we got, we've got some really important decisions to make, really important decisions. And uh, this election yesterday says now we're going to have Bruce Rauner running against J.B. Pritzker. And um, Republican Party's been shattered. It was a tough vote yesterday for him. And I think I'm going to talk to the Republican for just a second. We really have to unify. And I think uh, regardless of party, people agree that, that Speaker Madigan has, it's time for a different leader on the Democrat side. Democrats need to decide if they agree with that. And then uh, regardless of that, I, I believe Governor Rounder is the key to making that change happen. And uh, if the Democrats don't decide that they're going to replace him, the Republicans have to step in and figure out that he needs to be replaced. But we need a new leader at the top of the Democratic Party. I mean, uh, I didn't know I'd do this today, but I'm going to do it. Um, I take this chart everywhere. Speaker Madigan became speaker right there when we were AAA rated, and now we're triple B minus. And they tried to say Governor Rounder's a junk bond governor. Well, he got elected right here. He's catching a falling rock. Right. There's not a person in the country that should have this kind of a record and say, yeah, he should keep leading. So uh, is there hope was your question. We will not solve the problems for 10 years. But the day that we say we've got a plan to solve the problems, because the problems, it took us 30, 40 years to get here, is there, there's a progression of how you get them solved, right? The day people say, you know what, I, that's a plan I believe in, is the day people now get happy with where our state is. If you, if they, that's our bond rating. If you said, when we do these three things, our bond rating improves, people go, I believe that. They'll be more content. When that happens, what's happened with our housing, uh, the ability of your householding, its value, what's happened with jobs. So I think people can be happy with the state in a year. There, all the problems won't be solved for seven to ten years because we've got a lot of stuff to unwind. But I'm okay with that. I think most business people are. They say, you know, if you can show me the plan, I'm okay but I got to know you got a plan. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of exodus from Illinois mm -hmm. because of all the problems that are going on. Um, mm -hmm. Hoping to bring some business back in. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what's big on your, your list of to-dos? Yeah, so I, I was going to talk about uh, the governor's public uh, safety group that he just put together because of gun safety, but you've really got, we've got four minutes, and you really got my mind around what we've got to do about business in our state. Um, I believe the way we need to look at it is it's very difficult to bring in business because why do you change if you're happy where you are, right? Mm -hmm. right. The key, and that doesn't mean we can't bring in business. The key is bringing in brains, okay? How do we keep the best brains in our state and how do we encourage people with brains to come in because they're the ones who will start the business. It's not about can you add a new manufacturing plant because there's things that are going to happen dynamically with competition. It's can you bring in the person that can start the new manufacturing business. And I'll give you the best example. Um, Deepak, you guys ever heard of <laughs> Deepak? Who runs a company called VirtuSense. It's still in Peoria Next Building. He's one of the smartest guys in town. And he wanted to go to U of I. He was from India. Uh, he needed a full ride to get a visa. Bradley gave him a full ride. His plan was go to Bradley then transferred at U of I, mm -hmm. fell in love at Bradley. He's in Peoria for life. 
this guy will employ people in our city. It is, you've got to figure out how do you get the smartest people, because in the new economy, it's all about the new thing that we're going to design, and, and also how we take uh, existing things and do them better. So uh, we've got to have Bradley has to be healthy, what OSF is doing to bring people into town. Caterpillar, there's some work we need to do there with regard to still some disconcern in the city over what their future is. Caterpillar will stay here with a healthy presence. I believe that. They've got a tremendous amount of R&D work going on here, innovation work. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to be able to say, what's your community do? We have a company the size of Caterpillar doing innovation. That can bring great brains to our city. Mm -hmm. so. Thoughts? Cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. What can uh, that, we do as as citizens to to make it better to keep focusing on the positive that mm -hmm. we do? I mean, because we are, and that's why we do what we do is very philanthropic. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of issues, yes, but we also have a lot of giving people. Mm -hmm. So, what else can we as individuals do to help improve? I've got two and a half minutes. I wasn't mm -hmm. going to talk about this day either. I've got a project I started called the One Thousand Pounds Project. You're going to hear. I'm kicking it off uh, April 4th uh, with uh, H. Wayne Wilson. Um, basically, I've got five mentors from different ethnic backgrounds, some of the smartest people in town. You would know all their names if I mentioned them. I've got five team leaders, all different ethnic backgrounds. Each of those team leaders will have one mentor, and they will select five, four to six people to be on their team to solve five problems in our community. If anybody wants to get involved in that process, um, this can be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And I've already been meeting with the team leaders. Uh, I'll meet with them two hours a month to get them to work on best practices. They're meeting with their mentors one hour a month. And then uh, they will pick their teams and pick their projects over about the next 90 days. It'll kick off in November for how do we improve our city. So if you guys want to be on a team, wow, you'd be great. Of okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. That's right. what we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, beyond that, uh, government's a huge part of our lives right mm -hmm. now. Do math is what I want to tell people. It's what should I do? Do math. When you walk in to vote, don't listen to what all the ads say. Think about, can that person really accomplish what he says he's going to try to accomplish? And do I agree with the direction? Mm -hmm. um, negative ads work. That's why people run them. You've got to make sure you, you know, go to some debates. Find out what's this person really saying they're going to accomplish. Mm -hmm. I got a minute. Mm -hmm. I heard Bernie Sanders say, two sentences, the same paragraph, the plight of the black male is the worst thing in our country. He's exactly right. They're unemployed it's because we're not educating and propping their come and they come from tough environments. And we need to raise the minimum wage. Those getting black males working and raise the minimum wage cannot happen at the same time. That's math. Because as soon as you raise minimum wage, the people that fall out are the people with the skill sets that we haven't taught people. And so my point is, don't listen to that stuff and say, oh, those are great ideas. You gotta say, what's the math in that? Can we accomplish mm -hmm. it? And which of those two are we actually gonna attack? Right? So, just an example. <laughs> if somebody, want, if somebody wants to get involved, <laughs> we'll, we'll pass that along. Okay, <laughs> great. If, if somebody wants to get involved with that, um, with those Thousand teams. pounds? How do we get involved? Um, you can uh, email me at chuck at senweaver, S-E-N-W-E-A-V-E-R.com, chuck at senweaver.com. And uh, Jennifer in my office is managing that. She'll send out an application. Or 
an application for somebody who wants to be on a team or an application for a not-for-profit that says, I've got a problem, we need six really smart people helping us think about it, mm -hmm. we'll be taking applications for that also. So Thanks is there asking. applications online somewhere? Uh, the website will be up by April 4th. Okay, the applications are completed but not posted. We're still working on that a little bit. Very cool. You're so right here we got to find uh, something yeah. new that a lot yeah. of people don't know about. You so bet. thanks for bringing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I'm glad to, glad to be a part with and pretty much anything that you put out. We're, Thank you we're very on much. Board. You guys are it, awesome. It's been um, really good to get to know you on a personal basis and, and realize you're genuine thank person you. trying to make a difference thank you you guys so. are too we're proud of you thank you thanks. Okay. thanks have a good week everybody purialife.com